Hello, and thank you for listening to the Road Trip Playlist podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Darrow. I'm really excited to introduce you to this week's guest, Flip Turn. Flip Turn is an exciting young band from Florida that started together as high school friends in a garage and have quickly found themselves on some of the biggest stages, including sets at Shaky Knees Festival in Atlanta, Bonnaroo, and Lollapalooza. I've had the privilege of seeing these guys perform live twice now, and they are one of those standout live acts that I think are touring today. I actually discovered them when making a road trip playlist to go on a road trip to Chicago and put their song Chicago on the road trip, and it's very fitting with the title of this podcast. Because I've seen these guys twice and they blew me away each time, I cringed at times listening to the interview back because I was a little bit too excited to be talking to them and a little bit, not a little bit too enthusiastic, but I was very enthusiastic about how big that I think this band will be and I'm excited for you to hear them and listen to them and if they are anywhere near you go see them live you will love them listen and stream their songs they just released two new songs um, that we talk about in the podcast now the band is getting ready to release their debut album and it was really fun to talk to them about that it's fun to talk about their impressive live set how they've been together since high school and more on the new episode of the road trip playlist podcast stay tuned for the full interview after a quick word from our sponsor hello hello how's it going you guys good it's great to be with you i it's already recording but i'm not asking questions but yeah i I met you guys i stopped you awkwardly in atlanta at shaky knees so i and i told you this interview would be happening and i'm glad that it is it's fun to be with you oh yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) but um so i'll just start now i'm thrilled again to be with you guys i just mentioned i saw you at shaky knees i also saw you open for will dorado in new york and you guys were one of those bands that i saw as an opener that when you ended, I was like, no, this sucks. Like, I didn't want your show to be over. And I was there to cover the Wilderado show. And I've had Wilderado on this podcast in the past. Um, but I just wanted to talk about that with you guys. I think you guys are one of the best live acts that I've seen that I saw. I wrote an article that you're the best, one of the top five bands that I saw at Shaky Knees. But I think you guys are one of the best live acts around. Can you tell me a little bit about the Flip Turn live experience? Wow, thank That's you so nice. much. That's that, really cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that honestly means so much because we really pride ourselves on the you live know, show. Hopefully, we put on a good we show. We spend a lot of time trying to make that live show. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Um. <laughs> how do we explain the uh, live show? Um. I feel like a lot, a lot of our practices. Uh, I don't know. It's like a small detail, but it does a lot. We focus not as much on the music, but it, the transitions between the songs. Yeah. Kind of like, as we play, and go on tour, like there's some sort of choreography that happens. It's not like an established <laughs> thing, but you have the same things that happen yeah. on, on shows that I feel like, oh, people really like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, you start building something. It's just all about. We do a lot of repetition. Like we rep things a lot to the yeah like when it's almost it's like you know when you finally get on you know a stage in front of a lot of people that like repetition that kind of in the moment seems so you know repeating whatever you're you're so comfortable with it on stage that you you know this you have this new energy to it in a way like that also is like something that um is cool show I think is more maybe why and we can have fun with it too yeah we can do it well we can have fun with it totally 
sorry if I interrupted. Oh, no, you're fine. But no, you, the thing is that you, you do it well and you mentioned repetition. And I was curious because I had saw you guys like maybe like six weeks before that in New York to then seeing you guys in the stage. And I have to tell you, there was like the whole festival, there was like, it was, it was cool seeing you guys and knowing you guys and being familiar and, and knowing this is going to be a great show. But there was a buzz before you guys even started when I walked up and was waiting at the, at the stage, the Piedmont stage. And um, people were so ready for you guys. And so I think that goes to show like other people have seen you live and done it. But like when I saw you in New York, I was with one of my best friends. I had a plus one, but I didn't know like the person that I was going to bring with me to the show could like had to back out. And so I had a friend that I was texting and she had like a terrible day at work. And I was like, and she needed to use a bathroom in New York. And I was like, Hey, well, I have this this plus one. You might as well come to come to a venue. It's right down the street from your work. And so she's like, okay, cool. And like, you guys brought her out of like this sad, terrible work day to like, she loved your show. And I think there's a special energy that you have that I saw both that night and at Shaky Knees. And so I have to ask it. I just wanted to highlight that and want all my listeners, if you ever have a flip turn show, don't miss it. But you guys, I've seen you like as an opener and at a festival. Now you're headlining this summer. What's a, what are you most excited about for, for your headline tour this summer? Yeah, yeah, new music. Um, and also, I love that story. That is that is really cool. <laughs> I, this, that's so funny. It's like, here's a bathroom, and you can get a show <laughs> in a bathroom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's so funny. Um, but yeah, for the tour going up, yeah, new music because we've been working on. You know, we're gonna start working on how we're implement, implementing these new songs through the set list, you know, that we've been playing uh, with our older music. So, uh, yeah, I guess figure out a show around that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> also, looking forward to the challenge of making like a longer show as well, because this spring we spent so much time focusing on like a 45 minute to 30 to 45 minutes, you know, open. It was a very opening type of yeah. So I'm I'm excited to put together a show that's more of a more of an experience, you know, I'd say, because when you play, when you try to open for a band, you just try to put on you want to put on, you know, the best 45 minutes that you can. You know? um, but there's a challenge when you add another 30 to 40 minutes, you know, you want to <laughs> more of a up and down kind of like experience, I feel like. So I'm, I'm very looking forward to that. Well, absolutely. And I, I, I heard about kind of the starting of the band and like some of the times when you were playing like three hour sets and things, but I wanted to talk a little bit about the start that I've heard that um, some of you have been playing together since fourth grade and in uh, like in youth group bands. And then Dylan, I saw that you played, you gigged with your mom in Massachusetts. And then when you moved to Florida, um, how much did kind of performing at, at early ages help prepare you for to take on some of the huge stages that you've that you've played now? Uh, yeah um I guess thinking back to uh whenever I first started playing bass like in youth group or whatever like I I learned my notes on my fretboard because <laughs> I literally had a piece of masking tape that had the notes like on it and to this day you know I think that really helped um mm-hmm. and literally even in those early days just just you know standing not moving at all like, <laughs> I'm, I'm very shy I think all of us are like honestly very shy um so I think it helped you know starting off a little early helped kind of crack that you know shell a little bit 
yeah uh, without being as nervous but even honestly I think you know after all that like when we actually started the band those early shows those three-hour gigs and stuff really helped our endurance and helped you know us I guess be, be better musicians in a sense and learning how to play with each other too, play with other people because it's one right. thing you right. playing learning a song in your room than you know with playing like four other people so right yeah well and well what's it been like coming together and then playing some of the stages that you guys have you guys played shaky knees you're going to Bonnaroo Lollapalooza like you have huge shows but also like huge like the iconic like I saw you at Bowery Ballroom which is like so many crazy acts have been through there what's that been like you know dream come true honestly I mean you know <laughs> always wanting to you know play the next biggest venue and whatever but some of these venues you know have just been a little it's been a little surreal going in there playing the set you know finishing and being like whoa that just like that just happened that's insane you know like that's, that's crazy um like after shaking easy even shake that was a huge deal for us um and so coming off the stage afterwards we were like you know whoa you know because you get really nervous before you go on stage and then for about 45 minutes you and not to say you black out i but black out yeah you're like, <laughs> you're like okay i have to do this you have to do it, it is, there is no question but like and then you come off and you're like whoa like your heart's still yeah going. your heart's still going you're like that just happened holy crap so there's a lot of things like things like that where you just kind of like wow okay um yeah i don't know just a little surreal i'd say yeah um, i i don't for me at shaking knees like i teared up on stage my parents <laughs> the audience like parents were like out in the crowd and I was like, i'm like i'm keeping it together but like my dad can i bet my dad sees my face and knows that i'm tearing up like trying to keep it together <laughs> that's a- like, i asked him i was like did you know he's like i thought so like oh, of course like literally no one else would have known but it's just you know my face i feel like it's is expressive if you know me like <laughs> so like God, but that, that was a crazy full, full circle thing for me too. I know Tristan, because we went to Shaky Knees. Yeah, I, I remember that. So that was like, I remember watching, you know, lots, some of our favorite artists now like play and then just being there. It's like, oh my God, it's a whole different experience, but it's super <laughs> yeah. cool. I'm sure I'm going to tear up at Bonnaroo and Love Lose Us. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like it's moments like that. I'm just like, oh my God, like, you know, my high school self would have never believe that yeah you know I would be here so it, it's really really cool it's well, well and I think that's the crazy part that's full circle because you mentioned like that you and Tristan saw bands that you like now are some of your favorite bands I got that feeling when I was at the stage like I definitely had it myself but like the feeling of like when I'm there to write and review a show I'm like trying to take and, and uh, observe other people's feelings and what, and just take what kind of their facial expressions or how they are and try to see, like, try to imagine what they're feeling. And that's what I imagine is that people that are leaving it there, they either already were your fans. Like I saw merch in the crowd or they like were leaving. And it's like, this is one of our new favorite, favorite bands. And that's the crazy thing to me. You guys are still like pretty, pretty young at this. And you've been doing this since, since high school. What's it like? Like, you, you all met in high school, like Citrona is like your, your second EP is a street in your hometown. Like you've all been through like so much already from like starting a band and like being out on tour. What's it been like from, from starting in high school to now, like 
And I guess I've asked a lot of similar questions, so I don't want to re-ask the same questions, but <laughs> what's it like, like, what's it been like meeting and, and coming together musically at, at young ages at your school? And I also wonder how was your school like, like if you if I talk to one of your classmates would they be like oh yeah we know we know those guys would be playing big stages like this or was it kind of like oh this they're, they're trying to start a band like I don't know like it's yeah. not who you talk to yeah I think it's <laughs> who you talk to <laughs> <laughs> um, high school feels like a lifetime yes. yeah um, I know we went to a really small high school so in our graduating class was about like 200 people whoa so. yeah so I remember uh one of our first little things that we did, our school had like an open mic night thing, which it, they've never done, which is like even just strange. <laughs> I think we honestly did it for maybe for us to have like something to do. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Like, um, <laughs> and I think there were only like a couple people doing that. It was like an open mic night, spoken word thing. And um, not even all, all of us could make it, but really stripped down we played like three songs or something and everyone there was so supportive like even like some of our classmates that were there that night like they remember that like I remember you doing that thing and you know it I mean it does also depend on who you talk to okay. <laughs> I'm sure. also this, this saying that like we've met a lot of other bands and they've had a similar experience but like the last place that like realizes that you're you know like doing stuff doing stuff is your hometown you know, yeah. we'll still see it. Like when we'll come back, we'll still see a lot of people, and they'll be like, "Oh, you still, you still doing that thing?" Like, yeah. and it's just like, and like well, you have your degree, right? <laughs> you have, and we're like, yeah, yes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it's um, yeah, it just depends, I guess. Yeah, but but I guess I'm trying. I guess I'm trying to backtrack a little bit on your question. So yeah, it depends on who you talk to, and. <laughs> But honestly, everyone was really supportive. I think I remember them playing our one of our songs on the morning announcements like once. Oh, really cool! It was also, you know, high school me. I was just like, don't talk. I like, try I it. My hand, I'm very shy. I'm like, oh my god, my song is like here playing right now. It's like so embarrassing, right? Yeah. So, but <laughs> um, yeah, and then, but you know, we'd had some classmates coming out to those three hour gigs. Stuff, mm -hmm. which was really there's cool. still a lot of friends that come out to shows now though from high school yes yeah um yeah well that's amazing because that's where I think of my hometown and I'm like my experience I think like I don't think I ever would have gone out I was I was shy like I'm still shy with people with my writing for my hometown I'll share it with everyone else like share it with the world but like the people that like know me and I grew up with it it's harder so yeah I wanted to ask where it's like it's kind of unique I don't I don't think I've talked with a band that like really started in high school together and like has has now grown I laughed listening to the story in, in an interview that you gave Madeline because it sounded like it was kind of a a random phone call that you made to Dylan that like Dylan was kind of a new the new kid and like not <laughs> all the band was familiar with him but you were so like what was that call like I don't know if you remember it Dylan what was the call like did it sound as did it feel as random as it sounded to me when I was listening to it just uh, on an interview it wasn't like it wasn't wicked random but yeah. it was um it was kind of funny like we we had all kind of been in a similar friend group like um throughout high school like I slowly got to know Madeline and Tristan more um and then like senior no it was our junior year was we were like asked to 
we were all we were, we, we were approached by one of the guidance counselors or somebody to like put together some sort of you people know, that play people that play music. music. I don't know what, but it was for like a uh, the seniors baccalaureate service. So like <laughs> super random, like very very strange, but. We all kind of that's how we all like played music for the first time together was trying to learn like songs for this baccalaureate service and then we were like oh this is cool you know playing with other people our age you know because I played with my you know mom for a long time she plays the violin so I'd always it was cool playing with people my own age honestly it was really <laughs> cool so they Madeline Tristan had always kind of had this idea to start a band um and I think yeah, you can take it from here. Uh, yeah, we were we were at Starbucks um, studying for some AP exam or something like psychology, I think AP psychology. Sure, something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> we were there and like you know not studying, we were just talking, and uh, they were talking about music and everything. You were like, you know what? Like, let's sort of start a band. You know. Let's try. You're like, okay, like, like, I can play bass and you know it's guitar. And we're like, all right, so that's not a band <laughs> who can sing. It's <laughs> sing. Um, and so I was like, Dylan, Dylan can sing. I don't really know if like this is something to be interested in. And I remember texting you and calling you and being like, hey, what's up? <laughs> He's like, why are you, why are you, you know. Starbucks. We have, I'm we like, have an idea of an offer for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's super weird looking back on it, but we were when we were in Starbucks, like we were like, all right, cool, we're gonna start a band. Like, how okay. funny? Wouldn't it be so funny if we had music like out on the internet? Like, wouldn't that be hilarious if like we, you know, played a festival or something? You know, <laughs> completely joking of like saying this is like we wanted to do it for fun. And I don't know, like. To kind of go off of your question or what you were talking about earlier, like I think that's something too that's been really cool is we've kind of, you know, slowly, like we've always had this like slow progression. So I feel like every step that we take, we appreciate it that much more. Yeah. Because um, so that like like slowly getting, you know, each next next thing is really, really it's always a really big deal, which is pretty cool. And I, we're always like, wow, like that's awesome. Yeah, it's crazy how organic that it that it feels when I read about you guys, because I mean, it's crazy how organic you guys describe it, because when when I think about you guys and seeing you guys live and seeing like you have over like 40, 50 million streams like and it's all been so organic and a lot of just like you guys on your own. But then like I'm I'm looking at download numbers and I'm like, these guys are pretty big. Like if you look at it, like this is a big band. <laughs> But also I'm watching you live and I'm like, this is just like the surface. Like there's still like, this is still just the beginning because there's going to be like still all of this growth. And so what's like, I don't know, like where's the been the wow moment where you were, you started in high school, you joked like, maybe we'll, maybe we'll play a festival. Maybe we'll do this. And it's like a joke. Then you're going to college all like some of you split up in college and making trips to like spend time together and then eventually going to college online. Like when's been the time where you're like, oh my gosh, like this thing that we joked about is actually happening. Oh man, that's a good question. I dropped out. So yeah. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of yeah. the moment. That was, like, that was a moment where like, well, like maybe I don't yeah. need a degree right now. You know? Um, 
but like I think we've always had this you know this dream obviously um but then slowly with each you know um so slowly over time it becomes a little more like the dream becomes a little bit more real like it's I don't think there's been like a huge jump like where it's like oh my god we're successful and then we weren't like before or something like that I think it's just like slowly over time it's been like wow okay this is more and more okay we should keep doing this you know if our, mu our music in my opinion has been you know that's the other thing is like if we can write a better song like the next time if the music just keeps getting like better then we should keep doing it so that's I feel like it's, it's continued to get better and we've been you know blessed with really good opportunities because of that I feel like I, I think um yeah and like a moment maybe for me would be on our past fall tours our first time um making it out to california and everything like our past or headlining tour um we it was a crazy big deal we sold out um a venue in denver that was like 500 cap which you know we've never played there never like, I don't even know if people over here listen to our music um, and just showing up to that show and people just singing the words and everything. That was insane. I think in that moment for all of us, we're like, oh my gosh, like we're not in Florida. We're in Colorado <laughs> right now. Or, you know, the, you know, LA show and um, all those shows on that tour. That was, that was a big moment. I think mm -hmm. after that tour, we were like, wow, this is hopefully something we can do for a long time. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, but what Dylan said for sure, it's like, we, I guess, haven't had a single moment yet where it's just like, everything's different now, like, yeah, I mean, it's totally different, um, yeah, maybe getting a, maybe getting a call about Lollapalooza was pretty cool, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Like, that's yeah. a, that was a for sure one. Yeah, that was that was insane. Um, and it was shaking knees. And then with Bonner too, like it's I don't know, it, it's insane. Well, well, tell me, I I don't know. I've never asked this question, but I was wondering at shaking knees. I'm like, do you see? Do you see or feel changes with? I mean, I looked, I turned around, I was near the front and I looked back at shaking knees and it was packed. Like those, that, that the festival grounds were like so packed, but like how much of a note, like difference, have you noticed a difference from, from like shaking knees as far as like fan base? Like, do you feel it? I don't know like what that's like at a band, but I'm only thinking of like what that will be like when you go to Bonnaroo and Lollapalooza, because I felt like you shift people in the cons in the in the crowd. So I'm wondering if you if you feel that um, or if it's just I mean it's still been a, it's still only been like two weeks, but but yeah. It's also like a another long term thing that you start to see. Like it's not like the the amount of people that see you like at that show. It's not like every single person goes on and like follows totally. immediately or they are just like wow that's I'm gonna follow this band for the rest of my life. But I think it's like. Like planting a seed. Yeah, it's like planting a seed, a hundred percent. So it's just like how many seeds can you plant? That's that's what it's like. And then over time, you start to see like it go up a little bit, or you know, an increase in following in a way. Um, but it's like some people. There's still a lot of people that like will come out to a show and they'll be like, "I've been listening to you guys for years," and then like they 
just now follow us on spot on like instagram or spot just you know it depends like i don't know it's kind of like the seeds are there just well, and it's funny you mentioned that because I realized that myself with you guys was like a seed was planted when I was like going on a road trip. I went to I went to Chicago on a road trip and I was just making playlists. And so I put Chicago on this random playlist that I made like a few years back. And then when I saw that, when I was like, oh, like, well, I'm going, I'm covering the Will Dorado show Flip Turns opening. And I was like, oh, wait, I know Flip Turn. And then it was like the seed was planted even more. Then I saw you guys live and like every song you played, like the seed was growing and growing and growing. And then seeing you guys now and like I really will. If, if someone asked, I've had numerous phone calls from like people asking about Shaking Knees and they're like, who was who were some of your favorites? And I'm like, and they're like, they'll ask, how was Green Day? How was Nine Inch Nails? And I'm like, well, like my two favorites were Mount Joy and Will Dorado or not Will Dorado. Sorry, I just said Will Dorado. <laughs> Well, um, flip turn where they were, it was Mount Joy and flip turn were two of my favorite performances from, from the weekend. And so like, I will speak as highly and, and right. And you'll get a, there's another article coming about uh, the full review. I had COVID after the, after the festival, um, oh, <laughs> but there's another, there's a full review of just your set coming. And I'm very excited because it was like that good. Um, and I'm excited to see, like I said, it's just, the, it feels like just the surface. So I'm excited to see like, at just years, like in the years coming, how, how that goes. But um I wanted to talk about, of course, your your two songs that are coming out Friday, and so um, they're coming out. It's it's I believe. Let me double check. It's it's halfway in Brooklyn, baby, right? Correct. And so um, yeah, they're both coming out. They're both from. I love it because this is called the Road Trip Playlist Podcast. That's where I fell in love with music. Is um, first I went to randomly on a road trip. I I saw John Mayer, who my best friend was like. My best friend every day when we would carpool to high school together would play John Mayer at 715 in the morning and I would get ticked. I was like, I don't want to, I was only hip hop in those days. I don't want to listen to John Mayer first thing in the morning. It doesn't do it for me. And then on this road trip, I saw him live in concert and I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I'm like, I like music. Like I like more music than I, than I thought that I did. And I read, I, I, I listened to you guys talk about your John Mayer experience, Madeline, where you brought Dylan to, to his first. Oh my God, yeah. so. When did you talk? When did you talk about that? It's um, somewhere on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and Dylan said it was kind of life-changing and that's what that concert was for me too. But, but yeah, so like, a lot of the times that I fell in love with music were making playlists for, for trips, like different road trips that I went on in college that, um, that I would do. And then also like shows while I was, while I was traveling, but like both of your new songs cover different places that you've been. And so I liked that aspect. I live in Brooklyn as well. So, so it was fun. What can you tell me about the new singles coming out Friday? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Well, we I think that they they fit. We purposefully put them together. Um, they were written very far away from each other. Like halfway was one of the first songs on the album that we wrote, and Brooklyn Baby was one of the most recent. Um, but they they definitely they coexist together. Our, our, when we you know gave our publicist Maddie like you know descriptions and like understandings of like why we wrote the songs and stuff, she. It was cool because she had this, she said that one can't exist without the other. Like you kind of, to understand one song, you have to also listen to the other one. And I thought that was really cool because 
they were, you know, totally not, you know, they might have been written in a similar mindset, but they were written at very different times. And they're about different things, but subconsciously, they, um, I think, you know, like with the whole album all together, like, you're, you almost do something without thinking or without realizing until you like take a step back and you, you look at it. <laughs> oh, I did that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Holy man. <laughs> <laughs> but you know halfway is kind of about this uh, learning some things about yourself I'd say um, you know maybe realizing that you're not fully in like ready for a commitment um, to somebody or something and then Brooklyn Baby on the other hand is more about um, trying to overcome like a fear of loneliness I'd say um, you know that so they, they definitely both focus on like relationships and kind of like our mind you know, and how our feelings go throughout the relationship or like things that we might learn that we don't love like about our, ourselves. But um, that was, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to describe it. I'm very bad at speaking. No, no, you're not, you're not, you're not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hopefully think, the songs speak for themselves. But. Yeah. And they're good cool. driving songs too. Yes. Good driving You're a good driver. Very good driving. Like <laughs> it was cool um, about the two is that halfway to us very much kind of feels like a sunset. Like we have um, some lyric videos coming out for both songs that we recorded ourselves on a little camcorder that we brought with us on that Water Auto tour. And um, so halfway, all the shots are were through a drive through Texas um, on the highway and we knew like, like okay, our driving through is gonna be sunset and <laughs> it looked like so pretty, that landscape. And we felt like that goes perfectly with halfway. And then for Brooklyn Baby, we got, we had like a day off and we just got shots of us all around New York, like not Brooklyn necessarily, but hope people don't come at us for that. Like, that's not that's that <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Like, we don't. 10%, 10%. <laughs> It's like we know it's not broken, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think but, there's footage from the same day as the Bowery Ballroom. Yeah, yeah, sure. it is. I, so I, I noticed similar videos from when I was watching your stories after the show to then, uh, <laughs> to <Yeah>. then <laughs> the the video on your Instagram. Yeah, so that one was just kind of like an ode to New York in a sense of you know it was like our little trip and got lots of stuff. Um, so yeah, it's kind of and that one is to like nighttime in the city with all the lights. So fast paced, fast paced mm -hmm. like we felt like that was really cool. We had that in our mind, like, okay, we gotta make sure to get videos for this so we don't blow it for ourselves, you know? <laughs> <laughs> our manager like wasn't there with us and we're like, okay, we told him that we're gonna do this. We better come back with yeah. content. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that's, that's funny, but also adds stress. But I wanted to ask, like, I love what Maddie said, and it, it made me wonder when she said, like, oh, the songs can't come, like, one couldn't come without the other, because you mentioned Halfway you wrote a few years ago. Is it a song that you held on to? Like, were you planning to release it at someday, someday? Or, like, when you wrote then Brooklyn Baby, was it like, oh, you know what, these two could go together? Like, is there is there something with that, with, like, even the release where where you've had this song kind of in the bank for a few years? And now it's it's time to release and it has a great companion song to do it. And I've listened to the songs. I love them both. And I love the artwork, too. Thank you so much. Um, so I guess actually with Halfway, so it wasn't necessarily from the bank. It was 
something we wrote it was just one of the earlier songs that we wrote for the album which we started writing two years ago okay so um it was just one of the earlier ones that we like kind of like came to fruition my first trip from that mm-hmm. first like writing trip that we did um and I guess like it's interesting like that we did pair them together um even though it was like ones like we wrote recently and one we wrote two years ago I just felt this kind of felt right I guess like um trying to think i wish i had a cooler story than that but this is no no it's all it's all cool i I don't know i was that's a question that i I mean i didn't have it in my prep but when you were explaining how it's it's cool how the two like you said that you you wrote and that they fit together like maddie's observation i'm really glad that you shared that because because both of those are really cool and i'm excited for people to hear i've i've been i've had it i've had it from maddie emailed it to me for for a week so i've been able to listen to to the sound uh cloud links for for the for a week and i'm excited this will unfortunately come out after uh after it's been released this interview but i'm excited for people to listen to it and and to 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 hear it as well um i had a question that that kind of slipped away oh i know you mentioned you and you've mentioned a few times in the interview you mentioned at shaking knees about an upcoming album is there anything more you can share about the album or things that you're excited for fans to hear um there's a lot of music Uh, i'd say the next three or the next few singles <laughs> the next few singles that we're doing are um i'd say the next actually the next single after halfway and broken baby is uh, it's kind of it's going to show a new direction in the album because i feel like these first three like they they do portray like i'd say one half of the album but there's this whole other feel to the album um there's a few you know there's multiple corners of the album altogether but the there are more songs i feel like that are going to show a bigger picture i feel like amazing excited for people to see do you know how many tracks it sounds like you're covering a lot it's gonna be uh 14 whoa i knew i could hear it i was like there's something there that's incredible (laughs) wow that's so exciting yeah Um, we just decided to put it all out there. Um, you know, we didn't want to cut any. Didn't feel like it was right. So, yeah. Well, is, is there anything? What's been the process? Because I, I listened to you talk about some of your first times recording all together. Um, what's been some of the processes of a recording album? This is not, again, not written down, but came up from, I'm just intrigued from your guys' talk, from our conversation. Yeah. Um, I guess for this one, this is our first time traveling to record a record. We, recorded it all out in LA, um, which was really exciting. And, you know, our past records were all just recorded in Florida, which is really cool too. But- um, We wrote a lot of these songs and the ideas or a lot of these songs were also kind of out West, which is also something that I'm realizing too. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say that we we wrote the album out there, but we, we did record and write the album in a very different environment than we usually had this yes um yeah so that trip we did about two years ago um we went out to arizona because it's a com- completely different uh, <laughs> different than <laughs> florida <essentially. laughs> totally uh, <laughs> we got a cool airbnb out in the, the desert a little bit so we got to have a lot of cactus you know, outside our windows <laughs> and you know when you walked outside you felt like uh like a chicken or a history chicken a little bit (laughs) 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 
felt like you were in an oven. It was like one <laughs> in those it days. Was, it was like it was like the dead of August too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst time. I, uh, I know. We were like, <laughs> we were that was but we loved it. We were like, you know, like cool. little lizards outside. Um so yeah, we wrote, you know, we're halfway there, wrote some other songs are gonna be on the album mm-hmm. out there. And I think, you know, that kind of I think helped us it helped get the creative juices flowing. Um and then we did another writing trip too, but that was just in Florida to get out of the house essentially. That was a fever trip. Which, that, was <laughs> a fever trip. That, that was a shorter trip. It was a <laughs> time. Small house. Time. We were on a yeah, that was time like, crunch. She like, <laughs> was like, we need a song. We need, <laughs> you need to finish this. And we were like, jip, jip, jip. <laughs> God, and we got a we got a really good song out of it though. Yeah, we did. We, we did. did. Yeah. <laughs> And it wasn't that bad. No, like no, it's that. just the house was like <laughs> it was haunted. haunted. It was, it was really compared. The house was like a little tiny space. It was haunted. The, the one in Arizona was a huge open. Like yeah, it was. Totally I turned my lights off in my room. It was <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> I haven't been scared to sleep in a room in a long time. Okay. Yeah, I didn't sleep there. I didn't sleep, yeah. so that's different. I just didn't sleep at all. But it was like uh, a tree farm, though. So all the trees are like lined up perfectly. Oh, yeah. so, like, so oh my god! Back at night, and you look out there, and you just see like a row of trees, and then darkness beyond that. So, yeah, yeah, no, so straight out, like straight. Oh, that was Yeah. If, oh my we should, gosh. We should pitch that place to like anybody who's trying to make a horror movie. It would be yeah. the perfect setting. <laughs> <laughs> um is the can you can you name the track for when when we listen if can we we can know this is what you wrote under haunted circumstances and yeah, fever it's dream yeah it's called wales, it's called wales. Uh, we played it at oh my gosh i heard it yeah it's great yeah, i heard it at uh shaky knees yep. that one came out of that trip yeah um, which is cool uh yes. i forgot what else yeah, we worked on other songs but none oh. of them <laughs> none yeah of whales a lot of like a lot of that initial sound like the we had one demo that we recorded at that cabin of whales that were kind of based well the you know we're like this is very close to the feel we want to go for so that was really cool that we got that so there wasn't (laughs) (laughs) um yeah sorry sorry oh no you're good I know you have a heart out. I have five questions I ask at the end of every interview. They're more, they're quick, kind of more, not rapid fire, but um, just quick and fun. And so I want to ask you guys it while I I have you. The first is if you had to choose between breakfast food, lunch food, and dinner food, only meals from that meal group. So only breakfast, only lunch, or only dinner for every meal, which would you choose? Lunch. Lunch. I don't even it's eat the breakfast. best meal. Yeah. yeah. I eat lunch for breakfast and then lunch for lunch. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would say dinner. Wow. I would I would eat cold leftovers for breakfast. I don't care. I think they're good. There you go. You guys are losing you're losing eggs and hash browns, but but I respect <laughs> it. I know I love breakfast, but I it feels wrong to eat it at any other time. That's very true. After yeah, unless it's time. like a special like breakfast or dinner, we're doing you know like you. Yeah, I don't um, even like that. I do like it. Brunch but... is good. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's so the good. first meal I eat. I don't sure. like breakfast. I don't I like breakfast. breakfast. Yeah, yeah. it'll make me feel bad the rest of the day. <laughs> it's true. An actual breakfast meal. I feel like I, I would feel. It's true. Yeah. And it's true. Breakfast. That's why you need a breakfast for dinner. Does it is it's right sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Number number two is your go-to karaoke songs. 
or song? Yeah. My way, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. My way. The joke there. There's an inside joke there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> one of managers. Favorite one of his favorites. Um, let's see. The thing is, I don't think any of us would do karaoke. I would do karaoke. You would? I would totally you do karaoke. I've done karaoke. Do, you do karaoke every time we're on stage. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> Or a cover song. You can switch it to cover song if you'd like. Cover song. Well, you know what? If I were to do karaoke, maybe I would do uh, Nobody by Mitski. That one goes hard. Uh, That's a good one. Yeah, that would be a good one. Key change. (laughs) What what would you do? Something stupid. I don't know. Never going to give you up. Tequila. Yeah. <laughs> Tequila. Great. Stood there. Tequila. Tequila. Yeah. That, yeah. that one. I'll have one. I'll answer. <laughs> there you go. Um, three is guilty pleasures while on tour. Reese's oh. Cups. This is not just a tour thing, actually. <laughs> this is because of tour. Uh, have you ever heard the game Clash Royale? Um, no. Is it? No, but it sounds familiar. <laughs> it's like. It's this. I'm gonna show you it. I got addicted to it. It's like one of these things. Okay, yeah, I see the ads. I think TikTok. It's. I always see the ad. I'm like, <laughs> I'm pretty high up there. I play it constantly. I <laughs> see I'm now like, when it comes when it targets me, I'm gonna download it. It's good. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. Tour guilty pleasure. Staring out the window. Oh, that's good. <laughs> you know, when we ever have when we have the chance, I like going to cat cafes. Those are oh strange. wow, I've never been, but I want to. There's one by my house. Oh, you gotta go. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> it's worth it. Um, yeah, I'll go. I love cats. Can't get enough. They'll um, get a tag, an Instagram story tag from me at a cat cafe. Yes, do it. <laughs> I would like it so fast. <laughs> well, do you have one? I, uh, I have two cats. Oh, never mind. Wait, no, you what? said you have a cat. I was like, yeah, I have two. <laughs> now, now I, I mean, I almost asked, but I know I'm like watching the time slip away. Okay, and okay, I'm getting, I want to like honor your commitment. <laughs> Lego Star Wars on the Switch. That came out. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, four is a guilt, is not a guilty pleasure. Um, four is a, if you could get one more EP from any um, band, group, or artist, um, who would you want it from? That's, that's not currently that's, together. That's currently together? That's not currently together. Oh, it's not together. <clears throat> I know what to say, and they always laugh at me and Michael Jackson. Okay. Good. <laughs> I, agree. I, I, agree. I agree. Talk, talk. I know I said that like earlier, but I was like researching okay. them. It's there should be a movie about them. Like well, they yeah. talk talk, like they went from like very um like mainstream to very like experimental, and because of that like they ended up having to split up because like no like record label i don't know talk talk interesting sure. okay that's wow that's fascinating very like today and yesterday i researched that shit but yeah <laughs> you answer uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it your answer it's your everything um i'll say the cure oh yeah that's a good one cure be great yeah great um and and five is is um an interesting guest that you recommend i have on the road trip play this pod pack, podcast Oh, uh, you sh- like jokingly or no, like seriously? Uh, seriously, either or. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll say the Brazen Youth. Yeah. They're okay. super great. Love that. Um, yeah, Brazen Youth. Hotel Fiction, too, maybe. Hotel yeah. Fiction. They yeah. They're really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. That, those are both serious answers. <laughs> Perfect. No, thank you guys again for your time. I truly appreciate it. I've truly appreciated any time that I've spent in your presence. Um, and I and I can't wait to, to have more. And so I think I'll be at either Bonnaroo or Lollapalooza um, to, to okay, see you guys yeah. again. So, so yeah, appreciate the time. Thank you again. Good luck. I'm so excited for everything that happens to you guys. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Really I hope we get to talk again. Yes, yes totally. same. Yeah. Okay, bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you again for listening to the Road Trip Playlist podcast and my interview with Flip Turn. I hope you enjoyed the interview. I hope you enjoyed the band as much as I did. Make sure to listen to their new music, look out for their new album, and also follow, rate, subscribe, review, all those things that to the podcast that help us. They help us more than you know. Check out more of our work at roadtripplaylist.com for any news, interviews, reviews, all of those things. You can get any of that on roadtripplaylist.com. Thanks again for hanging out and listening to the interview. Stay tuned for another interview next week from the artist Baby Jake.